Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. What is going on, All You Need to Know fans? My name is Quinn Eaton. Oh, I'm DJ Pig. Yeah, that was, sorry. I, did, I guess that was a little abrupt. That I just kind of stopped talking, and I expected you to. The chemistry's off because we're in different places. That's really what it is. But yes. Well, I just I'm sorry. Well, that and also like right as you were starting there, I get a notification on my on my laptop here. It says software update. Mac OS Big Sur oh, is available. Son of a bitch. I mean, what'd you say, I mean, Big Sur? Big Sur, and I thought I already down. I thought I had already installed Big Sur, so now I'm confused. It seems like there is always an update. There is, oh, oh yeah. hey, you updated your phone last night. Well, guess what? Tomorrow, a brand new update. And if, if it's making yep. the phone, the technology better, yep. I understand, right? If it's Most of the time, it, it does not. But yeah, I never. can you ever be it like... It does nothing. Like the next day, after you, you're going to get up after your laptop upgrades or whatever, and, and you go, you know what? This is awesome. I can tell that it made a difference. And that's mm-hmm. you never say that. That's never that's never anything no. that actually happens. No. Anyways, whatever bug fixes, it doesn't matter. And you know what? Thanks a lot, Steve Jobs. Yeah, I mean, let's not kick a man while he's down. Uh, whenever I say that, he is he's six feet under. But he's six feet down. Um, yeah. This is episode one sixty. So, for people that are keeping track, last week's episode was one fifty nine, and we're in the one sixties. It's it's crazy. Uh, a lot of people. A that? lot of people are saying. Do you guys have to continue? Is it is it necessary? Why don't you take a break? Uh, we don't take days off, right? So yeah. DJ and I have been doing this, uh, I guess, willingly for upwards mm. of three years every week. Yeah. And it, we just yeah. come back every single week and we deliver a good episode. This one, yeah. I think, is going to be very entertaining because it's very relatable. It's not necessarily a, a huge issue. It's not a mm-hmm. token issue issue that we're that we're dealing mm-hmm. with here today but it is something to talk about and that right. that i think would probably be another good slogan for our podcast it's not that big of a deal but they do talk so i think that that's something that we could maybe put on a t-shirt and run with but dj it's episode 160 mm. uh how are you feeling about that i'm feeling good you know it, it's it's good to hit those milestones and to know that we bring it each and every week through droughts through wet seasons, through freaking snow apocalypse right. going on right it now. Is. Goodness gracious. DJ and I are are right in the middle of the country and we're experiencing snow apocalypse uh, 2021. So it's it's I like snow. I like to see it uh, and and we would we wouldn't be able to get together anyways because of the weather, so that kind of makes it feel a little right. bit more normal to do it over uh, the yep. internet. Um, but mm-hmm. we're going to be talking a lot today about things that we probably consume over the internet. So I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, right? Mm, that, yeah, one hundred percent. How like if if you, if we were to make a bingo board, you think with things that DJ responds with, what would make up that bingo board? Just for people that are at um, home, if they wanted to listen and follow along, what are some phrases where oh? Oh, I, I got that one. And then they could maybe try to get, like, five in a row or something. Are you asking me yeah. what would be on yeah, that yeah, board? Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, for sure. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. 100%. 100%. Um, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, maybe just nothing, I, like blank stare. 
Yeah, just quotation mark, dot, 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 quotation mark. Maybe we'll put that up on our website so people can can follow along. We might put a things that DJ Pig says during the podcast bingo, bingo board up. And, I, and here's the thing. I could have one just as well because I say, but, I say, that's mm. the thing. I say, uh, for sure, or that's exactly right. So there are a lot of different phrases where we could, maybe we'll do an AY2K bingo board. That's I think that's a good idea. But you know what? Might as well. You know what an even better idea is? To start talking about today's topic because we've got a lot to get yeah, we're to. Almost four and a half minutes. Yeah, in. we're not going to do the metaphor. We'll skip that. People are probably applauding in their cars or on on their walks. Like, yes, I don't have to sit through that metaphor that they do every single week. DJ, you get the day off. Congratulations. Let's dive into today's episode as DJ sips on what could be a diet coke, but also could be a natural light. This is episode one. It's carbonated, carbonated beverage. It's a carbonated beverage for sure. This is episode one sixty. Today we're talking about, or maybe asking the question: Are there too many shows? Hell yeah, there is. Yeah, it does seem like there are too many, and people are like, "What does that mean? Are there too many TV shows? Are there too many podcasts? Are there too many daytime talk shows?" Yes. Like, and yes to all of those. And yeah. oftentimes I sit there and I say, you know, a lot of people are, are starting up their own podcasts. And maybe there are too many podcasts. But don't you think we got in earlier, like a little, uh, just a touch before everybody else was like, you know what? I have a computer and a microphone. I'm going to start my own podcast. Don't you think we kind of got in a little bit before that? You know, I, I think we definitely hit it. Like, if you look at it like a bell curve, I think we definitely hit it. Uh, probably right at the very beginning of where it was starting to go up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So it makes me feel a little bit better, even though we don't need a podcast. But, hey, people listen to it. Not a lot of people, but a certain amount of people listen to it. And we appreciate... People, people listen to it. We appreciate our fans. And one day it will just take off, right? It'll take off like a space shuttle and, and we'll go to the moon. You know, I'm not saying that a lot lately because the stock market kind of... You know, the stock market craze kind of settled down. But we're not talking about the stock market. We're not talking about space shuttles. We're talking or asking the question, are there too many shows? What do we mean by that, DJ? Are there too many shows? Well, uh, I mean, there's too many shows. uh, Couldn't have said it better. Consumers, yeah, well, you know, the consumer space for... uh, TV shows, whether it be on actual like TV channels or streaming networks or whatever, however you watch your stuff or however you consume your stuff, uh, there's there's too much of it going on. There's just, I mean, at some point, somebody needs to stop and take a breath because there's no way to watch all of it. Go back mentally to the origin of the television, right? And there were mm. we don't we don't know because we didn't live through it, but we hear about it secondhand through stories right. passed down. Right. That there were only three channels. Right. How many times have your parents said, "Well, there used to only be three channels," or you know, grandparents say, "Well, mm. you know, there used to only be three channels." So yeah. if you think about it, it was possible, not not entirely likely, but possible to kind of stay up to date on everything that was coming out. Oh, did you right. did you watch uh, that episode of blah, 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 you know, whenever it came out? Yes, I did, because it was the only thing on. There were three channels. Yes, yeah. Now, there's TV. There's satellite television. There is streaming on demand. There are all of these different options. And 
Mm -hmm. What happens with empty space, DJ? People tend to fill it up. So you've got these streaming services that are like, well, we've got all this space on our service. We need to fill them up with TV shows. They take TV shows from the past. They make, you know, original content. Netflix makes a ton of original TV shows. They are pumping it out like, you know, someone owes them money. And I, I just think, you know, like you said, you put it perfectly. There are too many shows. Too many. Mm-hmm. And I and what's interesting, this is a thought that I, I've had a lot. It starts with three channels, slowly gets up. A lot more channels, right? Then there's streaming. Mm-hmm. I, I think, mm-hmm. personally, I believe we're going to start to dwindle down the channels to where there's only going to be three channels again. Now that's going to be in. I hope so. That's going to be in addition to the streaming because it seems like every single network has their own Paramount, Discovery Plus, Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu. We've talked about streaming services before. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own thing now. It's it's getting really bad, but I do think that you're going to get yeah. down to those three channels. It's probably going to be NBC, ABC, and CBS, and maybe Fox, maybe four channels. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's getting there, but you know, HBO is probably not letting go anytime no, soon either. But so. I love HBO. I really do love HBO. They, they put out good content. All right, I'll, I'll give it to them. I don't think they're ever just putting something out because they need to. I think yeah. I think it's more. This is a creative idea. Let's give it some legs. Now, right. losing a little bit of that luster, right? Because Game of Thrones was a success, and now there are mm. four or five different spinoffs from Game of Thrones. They won't stop making shows, and you wanted to talk about this, right? In addition to yeah. them just making all these, you know, there's a brand new The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. Like, okay, fine. Yeah, I, I guess that's great. That? They're making a TV show based on Silence of the Lambs. Talk to me about how you feel about all these new shows that are coming out, whether they're original or, for the most part, like you said, a spinoff of an old story or something. Yeah, that's, that's my biggest thing is it's – there's not a whole lot of just absolutely new stuff. Uh, all of your sitcoms kind of are just new characters running through a very similar situation that you've seen in old sitcoms. Or the uh, new stuff, what we would consider new, is actually just building off of something that uh, has already been done before. Like you, you were talking about the uh, the spinoffs of Game of Thrones. or uh, I, I really don't understand the Queen Latifah equalizer thing. I don't get that. I don't either. Uh, quite as much. But no offense hey, to Queen Latifah. It's just like, no, I mean, did, no. I, did you we know, need you just, an Equalizer think, TV show? I, no, I don't think so. No, I mean, Equalizer, you, I think it used to be big, right, back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then they made the Equalizer movies with Denzel Washington. And, you know, that's probably where you cut off there. You don't mess with it after that. I agree. I agree. You just you don't beat a dead horse. And sometimes there will be a successful show and then there will be a sub- subsequent successful spinoff. One that comes to mind, uh, Breaking Bad ran for five seasons, and now Better Call Saul, which is based on just based around one character from Breaking Bad, who I don't think anyone would have guessed would have had such an interesting story arc to do a TV show off of. But that's a successful spinoff. So I would like to see the ratio of successful spinoffs versus the non-successful ones that that don't go anywhere that end up you know dying before they even get off the ground and i i think what we need to do because they're just they won't stop making shows it's it's going to be impossible there's not enough time in the day dj for you to consume every single tv show that comes out right i don't know what the solution to that is but i am posing the issue the problem there are too many and they won't stop making them so i think that 
the uh, the industry needs to look at this whole entire situation kind of like how we do. We get a, a 30,000 foot view on things, right? I think they need to, yes. to, to look and say, we need quality over quantity, right? A, a yeah, classic absolutely. mantra. And I think it would probably do the uh, TV industry some good here because not only are they not stopping movie or not stopping tv show production but there are a ton of movies coming out it's impossible to consume everything and a lot of people put a put a pretty large dent in it but it's impossible to consume all of that unless dj you just sat there for you know 12 hours of your day and just watch things which you know i'm sure that there's some people out there who are trying to work their way through everything but i uh, i don't know here's the thing most of it is not that great right and even the stuff that's good, it's just, you know, to me, I'm good for, which obviously it sounds lazy and it sounds like a bigger chunk of time than really somebody should want to spend doing it. But I'm good for maybe three or four hours at the most on a lazy day. I'm talking like on a Sunday afternoon and you're snowed in and there's not nothing to do. Then that's when you, I can I can push my way and plow my way through a show. But other than that. I don't know. I kind of wish that we would go back to the weekly increments of you got this that comes out every Tuesday and this that comes out every Thursday and you got this that comes out real late at night because, you know, it's only for the adults mm. and it comes out every Friday night real late. I just don't think that we'll ever be able to consume all of it. Part of me no. is like, oh, that's fine. You know, I'm watching, I'm selecting, handpicking things that I like. And then the other things, I just, you know, let them pass by. I just pretend like they're not even there. That break that we had, right, the break in the regular society, we're not going to say what caused it, but everyone was kind of at home for a while. You couldn't do much. That gave us an opportunity to catch up. And I was always saying, mm -hmm. I was always saying, oh, you know, once I get the opportunity, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. And I had a couple months there, and I did not watch Game of Thrones because I was consuming other TV shows. And I have a I have a rule, right? I don't rewatch shows. There are only a handful of shows that I will sit down and maybe watch rewatch a couple episodes. I'll go ahead and mention those right now: Arrested Development, mm -hmm. and that's the only one where I have watched it five, six times. No other show, really. Really, no other show. Have I sat and watched it over and over again? I know there are people that sit down and watch The Office. They've oh, I've watched it fifteen times all the way through. That's great, uh, but I feel like you're mm -hmm. missing out if you don't move on to some other TV shows. I'm not getting on to people, mm -hmm. but that's just my mindset behind it. Did you catch up on anything during that little break that we had? Uh, not not that anything that I can think of off the top of my head. My my main thing with like as far as TV shows go. I think you had a really solid run of stuff that went from like 1990 to 2010 in that 20-year span. And then since then, I don't feel like there's been anything that's been real new and real fresh. Mm. Some stuff. But it was during that time period I feel like we were in the golden age of television. Maybe you are right. But it's impossible to ever know what the golden age is until you, know, you get past it and you look back on it. So we'll have to see. But... And I said, but again, I'm trying to stop saying that. What do you say? Yeah. What do you say? This is this is something that can be controversial. What do you say when people mm -hmm. recommend new shows? Hey, people! Someone up, you know, comes up to you on the street. Hey, you should watch Yellowstone. Hey, you should watch Bridgerton. 
DJ, mm. have you seen the Queen's Gambit? What do you do? How do mm. you respond to those people? A lot of times I don't. I just don't respond. You just walk because, past Here's the them. thing. I've seen, I've seen some of Yellowstone. It looks like it could be intriguing, but there's a whole big long storyline, and I just don't have the time mm. to put into it right now. Bridgerton and the Queen's Gambit, never seen anything about it. Does not interest me. Right. I, I think that just doesn't, I, I what know. you just said kind of opens up another uh, compartment that we, we didn't even plan on talking about, but there's a major mm-hmm. difference between getting through a TV series that has 22-minute episodes versus getting through a TV mm-hmm. series that has 45-minute episodes. Yeah. Here, but the, the thing that I get frustrated about, uh, someone might say, hey, uh, I, I'm not going to watch Breaking Bad. The episodes are too long. But they will sit there and watch three episodes of The Office in one sitting. So they are. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like you're not watching as much, but mm-hmm. you are. End up, you end up watching more than if you just watched one of those episodes. One of the well, some- one of the series that I struggled with was Mad Men. I loved. I loved the characters. I loved the series. I loved the setting and the time. But mm. the fact that it was you know six seven seasons. 45 minute episodes mm-hmm. i just i mm-hmm. i had to at one point just wave the white flag i said i can't do this it's taking up too much of my time yeah it's too slow have you ever had that happen mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's i think that's the problem you run into with shows that have longer episodes like that is uh unless you're just it takes more than just a good plot at that point you really have to be invested into the characters mm. and their lives to be able to get through the slow parts of a show like that because when you've got 45 minute episodes uh, that's one that's one plot sense for that whole 45 minutes. Whereas with The Office or a sitcom, every 20 minutes you're getting a whole new day and a whole new plot that's about something totally different, which I think makes it easier to fly through two or three episodes of The Office or Friends or something like that instead of sitting there and really getting invested into the, uh, the plots of the lifestyles of whatever characters that you would get in Mad Men or Yellowstone. With the shorter episodes, the 22-minute episodes, there's usually Mm -hmm. a problem introduced in the beginning, there is some adversity, Mm -hmm. and then the problem is solved. Mm -hmm. Right, that's it. With the the 45-minute episodes, though, it seems like Mm -hmm. there is a problem, and it might have even been from a previous Mm -hmm. episode, and then maybe Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of progression. Maybe maybe they Mm -hmm. actually take a couple steps back, and then you kind of have mm-hmm. to watch the next episode. I just kind of thought about that. Right. It seems like the longer 45-minute episode TV series, the story kind of yep. takes place throughout the whole season, whereas, like you said, mm-hmm. The Office, Friends, story presents itself yep. at the beginning of the episode, and then it ties a, a bow on it at the end. And those are feel-good hey, episodes. Not only are they feel-good episodes and they're feel-good shows, but that's exactly what we love today, is the fact that we can watch... Those kind of TV shows that were that good in the 90s and the early 2000s, and then you can watch them as many as you want to back to back to back and don't have to wait a week to watch those episodes Mm. today, that is so fulfilling to our society now of instant gratification where I just want it all and I want it right now and I don't want to wait on it. It's... It, it, you know it really it it's like the pacifier to the babies of our society that's true you know? that's a good point and i was i was listening to an interview recently about the idea behind you know crime shows 
people love mm-hmm. crime shows. There's way too many of There's, those. Yeah. That, that field's saturated. Bad. It is. There are way too many law, law and orders. There are way too many NCISs in different towns. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I've talked a lot about yeah. you know, how there's like a Chicago Fire, a Chicago PD, a Chicago Med, a Chicago Donut Shop. There's all kinds of stuff going on in, Ch- in Chicago. Yeah, th- Chi-Town is things. lit with fires and PDs and all that I, kind I of stuff. I wouldn't want to live there, it sounds like, with all the things that are going on. But no. what I was getting at with the crime shows is people like those because it presents, you know, a problem and you're like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. this is this is interesting." And then yeah. uh they they track down whoever did it, right? Whoever's responsible, mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. there's their justification, right? They yep. they catch him, they put him in jail or something mm-hmm. and then they, you know, they tie a bow on that. Yeah. Why do people if they know that that's what's going to happen? What mm-hmm. is the sense of investing so much of your time into something that is just a repetitive process? The definition of insanity is, you know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So what if one right. episode of Law and Order you watch, uh, they just don't catch him? They're like, man, you know what? I don't think we're going to figure this one out. And then it goes, bum, bum. Yeah. And it says executive producer Dick Wolf, Dick Wolf, which is a great name. Mm. What 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 do you what was the question there? I don't I didn't I didn't hear the end of it. You kind of zoned out. I did talk a lot. Um, it wasn't necessarily a question. Just talking about okay. why you said there are too many crime shows and they all kind of seem the same They're, the yeah. same type of pattern. Something happens. There's a crime and then they figure it yeah. out. And I think people what? like that because they say, oh, okay, if something ever happens like this, there will be a solution. Yeah. Someone will be yeah, brought to justice. Al- not always a happy ending. Right. Well, I mean. Sorry, Robert Kraft. Okay, so let's let's go back to that question that we said earlier, right? Uh, long before you mentioned Robert Kraft, what do you say when people recommend new shows? Do you have a list? A lot of people will say, "Oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'll add that to my list." Do you have a list on on your phone that you kind of keep in order um, as far as what you're going to watch next? You know, as a matter of fact, I did at one point, uh, and it was just because there was some stuff that I had watched that new seasons were coming out and I wanted to make sure I didn't forget about it. Mm. One of those was Ozark. I did go back and watch that, but I think I had four or five other things on that list that I don't think I ever went back to. So, you know, uh, I do have a list, but that, that for me, making the list doesn't mean a whole lot. I have a list. Would you like to hear what is on my list? Just real quick. I'm not... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. These are TV shows that I'm wanting to watch all the way through at some point. Right now I'm watching Workaholics, which is up there with one of my favorite TV shows of all time. So funny. It's the only show, legitimately the only show where it makes me laugh out loud. It just I just lose it because it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Then I've got, coming up next, Drake and Josh. How about that? Watch it all the way through. I've seen a lot of it, but I want to watch it all the way through. Then I've got Veep, which is on HBO. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I, I think I'll really enjoy that one. Uh, New Girl. I haven't I haven't ever watched that all the way through. I watched an episode of that, actually half an episode of that. Did you not like it? I don't know, man. It was just maybe it was just that that pilot kind of feeling, but I don't know. I didn't like. Yeah, I don't know. I I won't get into it, but no, I I wasn't crazy about it. And then towards the bottom, I've got some like, well, if I can't ever get anything else, you know, on the list, I guess I'll watch these. Mm-hmm. So like, I have the Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Psych. Never heard of it. Uh, you know, sh- shows like it. that. But 
I often hear like, oh, you know, if I if I recommend shows, which I try not to. There's a certain friend that I have recommended what to watch The Punisher, uh, which is John Bernthal, and it's a Marvel series. I've said, hey, you should watch mm-hmm. The Punisher. I think you'll really enjoy it. But I don't usually mm-hmm. I don't usually try to be pushy about it. But I've been mm-hmm. talking to this specific person for a while, and they still haven't watched it. Do you get frustrated mm-hmm. if you if you recommend something to someone and then you, you say a couple weeks later, hey, did you ever catch that? And they, oh, no, I, mm-hmm. I just haven't had time. Do you get frustrated when that happens? Yeah, I, I do, actually. I had that, just to lay it all out there, I had a very specific situation like that happen uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, I had I don't know if you've seen A Man with a Plan. It's got, uh, oh, jeez, I just went blank on his name. It's Joey from Friends, yeah. um, Matt LeBlanc. Yes. It's got Matt LeBlanc in it. And it's kind of the very, it's just a new version of Friends, but a family version, mm. I feel like. And it goes through family situations. But I was like, you know what? I think my dad would think this is really funny. And a lot of times my family gets into binge-watching shows together. And I said something to him about it like three different times. And I could probably ask him what the title of the show I suggested was now, and he probably wouldn't even be able yeah, to tell me. wouldn't be able to recall the information. So... It's yeah. a it's a slippery slope whenever you recommend shows to certain people that are close to you and and because that can that can burn mm-hmm. some bridges really quick if if you don't yeah. watch uh, what they told you to watch or they don't watch what you recommended so definitely yeah, have to be careful you, there right? yes is there ever because we're talking about there are too many shows we've kind of gotten off track I don't know I think we I, did I th- well I don't know I can't tell I really can't tell if we're that's on what we track do best. or off track. Um, we're just talking about TV, baby. We're talking about TV. Is there any way to ever catch up? I mean, you talked about binge watching. No. Can you sit there and binge watch for a week? Like take off work instead of going on vacation, you just sit down on your couch and watch shows. Um, no. I look because here's the thing: even if you do take that approach, there's no way for you to stay engaged and interested in whatever you're watching on a constant basis to be able to do that. There's just no way. One time I heard that. We as humans are just trying to, it's almost like a little contest to see how many screens we can have in front of our face. So you're, yes, you're exactly I've right. Got two right you're now. exactly right. Whenever you have the, the show on, are you actually investing and dedicating that time or are you kind of putting it on for background noise while you're on your laptop, maybe texting someone? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've, I'm guilty of it. I've got, a, I've got my laptop sometimes while I'm watching something. Maybe I'll have my phone. I've got my mm-hmm. Apple Watch. I am part of the system, right? Apple has mm-hmm. me by the you know what. So I'm I'm just here. Cojones. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. I'm just here and I'm riding the right. wave. I looked this up. I'm not entirely sure if it's factual or not, but that's often what we do. We say that's good enough. We'll say it on our podcast and pretend like it is factual. I don't know mm-hmm. for sure, but what I what I read, there is eight point six years worth of content on Netflix. That is insane. It would take you 8.6 years to watch everything on Netflix. Of, of constant watching. Yes, I think. Like at the end of like at the end of a playlist that you make on Apple Music, it says however many minutes or however many hours and minutes of time yes. that that playlist would take to play through. That's what that means is that you would have to 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for 8.6 years, you would have to watch and, Netflix constantly to cover I everything. I guarantee it. it's getting, it's, it's just compiling. There's more and more things. And there's new stuff that comes out all the time. So even that's inaccurate. But it's movies. That's insane. Movies, TV shows, stand-up specials, uh, documentaries, 
if you watched everything on Netflix, apparently it would take you 8.6 years. And and like like we said, as you were watching that stuff, another 8.6 years of material would have would pop up, and you'd be like, "Well, this is never going to end. It's impossible for me to ever catch up." And that's just Netflix. That is just one See, streaming service. Exactly, and, and that's what I'm saying is they should have stopped that nonsense whenever you were still ordering Netflix mm. through the mail. So you because now we're getting to we're just enabling people at this so point. So you think that once we made that transition, which is is seen historically as a technological advancement, you think that that mm, has well, you think that has doomed us as human beings. I believe we've regressed as a society since that. Don't there you? There's probably a correlation between Netflix stopping, you know, the the sending out of hard disks and switching to streaming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I, Give me Blockbuster. I can't argue with That's that. That's what I want. Yeah. I, I want Blockbuster back. Maybe as we see the channels, the TV channels, like I mentioned earlier, go back down, we'll also see mm-hmm. Blockbusters come back. That would be If a Mullets hell can of make a comeback, comeback, Blockbuster can make a comeback. So that, we'll put that on the poll. Can Blockbuster make a comeback? We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. Finally, DJ, there's uh, one last question that we have to ask. Mm-hmm. Are there too many shows? Quite frankly, my dear, yes. I agree. It just seems like, and we've, we've mentioned it, we've tried to lay it out for the audience, it is impossible to consume everything. The only mm-hmm. positive is that there are certain things for each person, it does seem like. There mm-hmm. might be a show that you watch that you really like. And I might watch it mm-hmm. and say, ah, I just, I don't, I, I don't get this. This isn't for me. So, mm-hmm. kind of like how you said you tried to watch New Girl with Zoe Deschanel, mm-hmm. a Fox series. You tried to watch it and you were like, ah. She is Foxy. Well, I was saying Fox series as, as in on the television network. Oh, okay. Um, I thought I was, okay. Never a mind. little confusion. That's okay. I was saying that it might not be for you, but I know a lot of people that really enjoy it. And mm-hmm. the nice thing about a TV show, and this the topic isn't TV shows. The topic is, are there mm-hmm. too many TV shows? But we have found ourselves kind of walking that line in between those two topics. The, the nice thing about a TV show is it provides you a temporary escape into a, a different world, right? And mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Sometimes it's good to wind down and and say you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go into this world where uh you know Mm -hmm. these three guys are working in an office and it doesn't seem like they have consequences Mm -hmm. it 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 is nice to occasionally do that but at the end of the day there are too many shows where i'm never it's almost overwhelming and like i said i try not to think about it but i would like to watch all of the good things that come out but it is physically impossible, mentally impossible, however you want to say it, impossible for me to sit down and watch and consume everything that is worthy of watching. And mm-hmm. that, I mean, like I said, it doesn't necessarily bother me. Does it bother you? Is that like an overwhelming feeling of I will never be able to watch all of the TV shows that are made? I'll never be able to co- consume all the music that is made. There are going to be TV shows right. that I never see. Does that bother you? It, it does bother me to an extent. Uh, the one thing that, it, as funny as it is for me to say uh, to other people, my advice would be to uh, maybe instead of watching a new show, uh, read a fictional book. Because if you're wanting to dive into something that is a reality that's not yours, 
Uh, I, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not a very good reader. I'm not a very big fan of reading. But the one thing that I used to really enjoy when I was younger was the fact that when reading a fictional book, all those details that are explained are very specific if it's a good book or if it's a good author. But at the same time, it's, it's still left up to your imagination right. to be creative and how you picture what is there. No, that's a really so good point. So at that point, it's, I don't know, it's not quite as lazy where TV is like, this is how it is, this is what it looks like, this is what these people are doing and where they're at, where some of that stuff you can kind of create on your own when you go through reading a, reading a book like that. We've mentioned this in the podcast before at some point. I mean, we've done 160 episodes, so I can't pinpoint what exact episode right. we talked about. But I remember reading a book whenever I was younger, and then mm-hmm. a movie came out that was mm-hmm. like it, or that was it was based mm-hmm. on the book. And I had the idea of who, what these characters look like, what the settings look like, what the town looked like. And then yep. the movie disappoints me. So yep. uh, you're right. It, it, it's, it's good to fictionally uh, get into those worlds and... Mm-hmm. And, you know, take in a book instead of because it, it, it makes your brain think rather than whenever you're watching a TV show, you're just kind of drooling and looking at the screen. You don't really have mm-hmm. to pay that much attention. Yeah, it's being spoon fed instead of going out and taking that knowledge. You're just being spoon fed the knowledge. Another reason why there are too many TV shows is the ones from, you know, way back in the day. They don't expire or go away. It's not like a gallon of milk. Oh, you know, it's it's the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. I can't use it anymore. They're still there. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gilligan's mm-hmm. Island. You've got uh, yep. the Jetsons. You've got all these shows. Yep. Very good. Maybe a little dated. Mm-hmm. It might be a little iffy to go back and watch it. Some of those shows. They might not stand up to uh, to the times now. But you have all these shows and they don't go away. It just compiles. It's just a big pile. It's just a monstrous. Mm-hmm you know, thing that you have to try to tackle and it's impossible. So I think mm-hmm. we can conclude, we didn't necessarily do a scientific experiment, but we can conclude mm-hmm. that there are too many TV shows. Yeah, there's way too okay. many. And that's what we set out to do. And in this podcast, like a TV show, there was a problem presented at the beginning and mm-hmm. we just found a solution. We put a bow on it. That's the end of the episode. That's it. We're done. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's one of my things. So if mm. if you have the bingo board out, that's exactly right. You can mark it down for Quinn and DJ. Uh, we both just said it right there. But a good conversation, uh, one that probably a lot of people have muttered to themselves, or as they you know scroll mm-hmm. through Netflix or Hulu or you know whatever streaming service you're using. There's way too many now. We've talked about streaming services before. Oh. We could get into a whole yep. other conversation about that but we're not going to because we just finished this one so that's going to do it unless you have any closing statements any fiery comments about this this topic before we end it no i don't think so i do know that in the past probably 20 seconds i used a solid four or five things that you could put on my bingo board so yes you did you usually do towards the end you always Mm -hmm. people would be scrambling to catch up and and follow along with their bingo board if if we do in fact put those out which i think is a good idea but might as well i i guess that's going to wrap this episode up my name is quinn eden i'm dj pick and that's all you need to know this has been all you need to know if you have a topic you would like to hear about message us on twitter or facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts 
and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.